You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. So let's turn to our next part of today's program, and that is our radio feature, which is called Radio for Good. And each week we highlight the great work uh, that's done by the various NGOs and charities around Hong Kong and the great work that they're doing. And this week I'm really delighted to be joined by Jennifer Chan, who is the Head of Marketing and Communications at AIDS Concern. Welcome to the program, Jen. Thank Hello, you so how much. are you? Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. No, I'm Thank you for having me. We are live this morning on Facebook, so I'd love for our listeners to join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Jen there. So perhaps um, if we can start from from the beginning, what's the sort of work you do at AIDS Concern Hong Kong? Right. Hi. So um, AIDS Concern is a charity dedicated to you know helping people that are HIV positive and also supporting you know um, their families and friends as well. So that's you know where kind of all started off uh, 30 plus years ago and um, the day-to-day would really be you know doing a lot of outreach and reaching to the high um, high risk communities um, and we do a lot of educational talks and we try and you know give them different methods to try and prevent HIV AIDS and obviously you know to um, to make sure we do a lot of you know school educations as well um, trying to educate the younger population covering all the all the different stakeholders yes of that's our right yeah, yeah. The, you know different types of um, high-risk uh, individuals uh, whether it be you know uh, locals or you know we have also ethnic minority support so we do a range of um, things mainly to um, to male um, which we call um, MSM community which is um, men having sex with men which is the technical side of things but yeah we, we support this community a lot. Is that one of the risk, uh, uh, higher risk groups then? That's right. Um, you know, it's about 70, I think in Hong Kong, it's about 70% infection rate is generally in this community. Um, so it's great you're able to really get the resources out Definitely, there to, to, yes. To yep, that's yeah. right, yeah. What sorts of outreach work do you do then, Jen, uh, you and your team? So the team, we have quite a few teams. Um, we have, as I mentioned earlier, which is the people living with HIV team. So we have a team there that supports the people we send them to the clinics and the hospitals and you know accompany them is i think it's more of emotional support as well as helping them throughout you know um getting getting on with their lives we have a team that uh, does a lot of outreach uh, for the MSM community, okay, which um, we go to bars for outreach. We do online outreach where, you know, we try to get into the apps, the dating apps, and, we, you know, we, we spread the information of, you know, preventions and, you know, treatments and things like that. We also do a men's health, um, which is towards the heterosexual side of things. So we speak to the men, again, um, online and offline uh, outreach to bars as well as to, you know, brothels and things like that, um, hoping that we can spread the message about, um, you know, prevention and protection and obviously treatment as well and then um, we we have a testing center so our testing center is in Jordan Jordan yes, yes and right. we do about um, 7,000 plus tests a year just for HIV testing and then we do a lot of self testing as well so you know we um, we have a kit uh, which we which is made in the US and we it's you do your own testing and you get your results in 15 minutes and it's 99% accurate. So, you know, we're trying to promote more ways of testing, hoping that the earlier you know your status, 
um, you know, the better and the earlier you get treatment. And I can vouch that it's not painful at all. I, I accompany one of my uh, really good gay friend and we went up to uh, AIDS Concern and, and you know, we, we did the, the test. Actually, one year, uh, Andrew Chidgley <laughs> did it one year on, on our show. Wow, <laughs> yes, yes, he does do that. <laughs> Live on air. Yes. And it's very quick, actually. It's the very results. quick, yeah. That's right. And um, we thank Andrew for that because Andrew actually is, you know, a, a leader in innovation as well. He's the pro- he's our chief executive and he brought in all this, you know, self-testing and trying to promote it well before, you know, most of Hong Kong were aware of this. So, you know, with the self-testing, you get your results in 15 minutes. It's a tiny prick on your finger um, with a, you know, disposable lancet. So, you know, it's very, very clean, you know, exactly. it's, and it's safe. And um, yeah, you should be safe in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little about a World AIDS Day yesterday. Yes, what sorts of right. events did uh, AIDS Concern Hong Kong do? I yeah, know right so, now you're still Yes, we're event. still working on it now. So AIDS Concern, uh, sorry, uh, World AIDS Day is uh, on December 1st each year. And it's the first kind of, you know, um, health awareness day um, internationally. And in Hong Kong, in from AIDS Concern, we have something called a Red Festival, which is what we, we do a lot of different types of events trying to raise awareness for World that's AIDS Day. That's why you've got day. a red face mask. Yes, that's yes. right. I've got, I always wear red face <laughs> Mask, because I work for AIDS Concern, but I mean, you know, yes, a red face mask. We try to get more people to wear a ribbon, and I think that you know, the red ribbon really trying to you know trying to get awareness out to people about our World AIDS Day. World AIDS Day is really just to commemorate the people that have probably lost their lives throughout the years for HIV/AIDS. And um, each year, so this year we have, um, like previous years, have a coffee truck um, event, which is to gain awareness. It's to break the stigma um, for people uh, living with HIV. So we try to open our conversation with people and what better to you know than to have a cup of coffee you know so what we've partnered with a coffee and um, we, we hand out free coffee out to the public so the first day is at the Prince of Wales Hospital and this is to really to thank our medical staff for supporting um, you know our, our Hong Kong throughout the couple throughout of years, pandem- yeah, yes. uh, throughout the pandemic. They and probably need a lot of they, coffee. They, yeah, they probably do, and they probably have it infused in them. <laughs> um, but yes, we, you know, we're at the Prince of Wales. We're also in um, Mongkok and TST tomorrow, and then in Causeway Bay and Central on Sunday. Just trying to break up a conversation and, you know, trying to get people more aware of the topic. And then just to see, every year we do the same thing. We ask very similar questions. Just to see how people are reacting towards um, HIV AIDS. And what sorts of question do you ask? So we ask things like, you know, can you, trans- you know, do, can you, do you, not do you, can you transmit, you know, HIV um, through day to day contact? Um, no. And, you know, you know, what are the things that you can do in terms of prevention? So we're just trying to see if people's um, mindset has shifted throughout the years. And we started this in 2014. And are people quite knowledgeable? Because I remember uh, there was a campaign about how HIV can, I mean, there was this fear how you can get HIV from sharing chopsticks or hot yeah. pot. And I remember sort of in the 90s, That's uh, right. we moved away from that stigma and that yeah. misconception. Do and I think a lot of people have? kind of stuck is still stuck in the 80s where they have the you know the pyramid the death pyramid yes. you know the big black triangle but it's moved on far from then and you know we've got medication that really supports our patients now it's you know you take a tablet a day and basically that's you know if you keep taking it um, for a prolonged six months you're undetectable so even mm-hmm. if you, you know you do a, a blood test 
it's undetectable. But obviously, you've got to continue taking this medication. So medical advancement is big. Um, you know, lots of people have, um, you know, when, when we ask these questions, a lot of people actually go like, oh, you know, yeah, we know that you, it's not transmittable anymore. Versus a couple of years ago when we did ask this question, people would be like, yeah, 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 you can. Oh, so after a couple of education years. education that's really Yes, works. that's right. Yes. And I think that's been a, a really, really good three years. I think, you know, we've we've seen some shift in things. And before we used to say that um, the coffee is possibly made by someone living with HIV. Yeah. And when you tell them that, they actually drop the coffee and run away. Oh, gosh. Um, but these couple of years, they're like, okay, you know, they're, so they're quite happy to take on a cup of coffee that is potentially made by someone living with HIV. And what we're trying to say is that you can't tell everyone we all look the same you know exactly. and it's not transmittable so yeah. not transmittable in that sense you know in passing on a coffee and um but yes you know it, yeah. it's been a good good couple of days yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and jen you mentioned just now you know that the stigma what sorts of stigma um and is there still a taboo when when, when, when people talk about aids or people living with aids i mean do they how open are they in t sharing with their family is there still a, a, a taboo or stigma that surrounds this disease definitely i think especially for people in hong kong you know the the stigma is still huge and, you know, they, they prefer not to tell friends and family. And to be honest, you know, everybody's illness is their own personal um, disease. Not that, you know, you need to, you know, advertise or broadcast it. But by sharing and by yeah. talking about it actually uh, lifts a burden. And, and It definitely yeah. does. I mean, I, I, I'd like to share a little bit of experience in this sense, you know. Um, so when I first came in contact with this, I had a friend telling me that he was HIV positive. And I, I was shocked. I was upset. I was, you know, I almost felt like, oh my God, you're going to die, you know. And this is well before I started AIDS Concern. And, and I felt really ashamed because the patient himself had to tell me about it. I'm not going to die. I only take a tablet a day and it's better than having a heart disease or a kidney, you know, other yeah. life threatening diseases. And I felt ashamed. I felt like why the patient has a lot to deal with. Why does he have to tell me about it? Yes. You know, why couldn't I be the supportive friend knowing about it and then, you know, being, Reassuring, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. All, all is good. So I think from then I really learned that it's really important about education and letting the people know this instead of having the patient tell you. So in terms of stigma, I would say that, you know, people have the misunderstanding of it and they always think think it's probably like self-inflicted or where does this misunderstanding come from is it just uh, unfair portrayal yes. in, in the media or maybe just because it's not talked about enough people just don't know where to get the information from and like you said the mindset is still very much stuck in somewhere in the 80s yeah, and the 90s exactly. where when when aids you know it, it was like a life sentence yes, so to that's speak right, yeah, yes. but it isn't because you know you can take a pill a day yes so the, in terms of the treatment, it's very advanced, you yes. know, and I think, you know, the, the, the taboo is because when you tell anybody, it also potentially sheds, you know, what kind of status you may be like, you know, um, which community you belong to yeah. or, you know, and people might not feel comfortable to talk about things like that. Um, I think the stigma also comes from, like you said, the misunderstanding, um, the maybe lack of awareness and education for some some certain communities. Um, and Hong Kong is still a very traditional country, you yes. know, so, yeah, you know, we're still in a mask, city. you know, yes. so it's, it's a very, very traditional. And, you know, I think to talk, we don't talk about it. It doesn't mean that it's... It, 
it doesn't exist. We just kind of sweep it underneath the, yeah. the carpet and not, um, you know, deal with it. But yeah, yeah it's right. hard to come up to friends. It's a very traditional city and that, you know, the, the mindset is still very, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, conv- um, uh, conservative? Conservative yeah, in a way, yeah. yeah. And I think these are the kind of topics that you tend not to talk about, especially with family. I mean, when you've got traditional family where you switch off the TV when you eat and you're, you can't play with your phone and you've, you can't put your elbows on the table and yes. things like that, you know? Tuck them in. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of, you know, tradition, it's sometimes hard to bring up a topic where it's not a big deal anymore in terms of, you know, your your status and, you know, your, your the tr- medical treatment. But, you know, it's hard to talk about it to family and friends sometimes. And I think it's getting better because... Yeah. Um, we've got more platforms to share information, um, but otherwise, uh, it's 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 a tough it's yeah. it's tough for for patients. Yeah. I mean, we won't get bogged down with the statistics, but I mean, what are some of the figures for Hong Kong? Are we doing better in terms of uh, yes, testing yes, numbers? Yes. So, are more people getting tested? Yeah. So um, I think with COVID, a lot, um, lots of people haven't been travelling, and um, we've been kept to ourselves basically, you know, in a dungeon. Um, <laughs> so you know, for a couple of years, we've seen the numbers drop. So we, you know back a couple of years we're at 600 something cases a year reported cases 500 something last year okay in terms of reported cases and by about september this year it's about 300 plus cases so i think the numbers are dropping now it doesn't actually reflect that oh there's only 300 people so it just means that maybe testing numbers are you know people are not going out so they're not testing as much it also probably means they're not traveling as much as we know that a lot of the cases are actually when they go traveling or when they're on business trips, you know, it comes back. Um, And I think also as the border opens up a bit more, we're probably going to see, you know, know, the numbers fluctuate. Um, I hope not up, but, you know, we are going to see the numbers fluctuate a bit. And and Um, you made a good, great point, Jen, and and that is um, even when the numbers are higher in the last couple of years, we saw 600 and 500. It doesn't actually mean that more people uh, have AIDS. It's just that more people are coming out being tested. Yeah. Um, so, so that's why the numbers have risen, and you know, ho- hopefully, the numbers have dropped, and that is because yeah. people are practicing safer sex and just uh, more knowledgeable. Yes, about that's this. right. And yeah. I think we've got more options now for testing, and we've, you know, it's proven. The government says that the earlier you test, the earlier you know your status, the earlier you get on treatment. You know the happier like your life is so you know you you live on long happy lives like you know any everyone else so i think early testing and getting treatment is super important and what we do at the centers is we do center-based testing with some counseling so you know we have a counselor talk you through it you know and try and minimize your risk we also have the option of you know getting a self-test as we mentioned earlier so you know if you feel like you you don't want to talk to people about it you can do it at the privacy of your own home so i think the more options you offer people oh, wow. so you offer online counseling yes we also. do online counseling wow, as well brilliant. so you know sometimes there there are different types of people with different you know needs and sometimes I think, if your house is too small or you're worried yeah. about privacy you do want to go but sometimes if you're not ready to go that's out, right we even have you know people come in wanting to do a self-test but not having the space to do it so we would offer a room in our center for them to do it privately you yeah. know i think you know, as long as they get tested, you know, we'll, we'll try and cater for however they're willing to do it. We also do outreach where we take, um, you know, a, a mobile transport out and we do it in places, you know, where 
probably it's hard to come to Jordan to our centres. Yes. We go there and we do it for them there. Um, and mobile, we do mobile testing basically. And yeah. you know that's that's a big section of what we do as well. So yeah, um, any way to help people? Absolutely. Yes. And and this weekend, the, the whole weekend, you'll be out and about doing uh, your outreach work. Jen, can you share with our listeners how we can support the work that you do? Are you on social media? Yeah. And uh, what's your Facebook? So we are on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on IG. Okay, and we we keep this quite up to date. Uh, please do follow us. Um, we also have a very good website. Um, also, we have a social enterprise which is part of AIDS Concern, and um, it actually supports the AIDS work. So we do a LGBT plus health, which is um, out in Jordan in our centres, and we do a lot of health checks, and um, we you know we do a lot of we do something called PrEP, which is a prevention medication um, for HIV AIDS. And for that, we do a testing for it. And then we also have the medication. It's a social enterprise, so it's a paid for service. But everything goes back to support the HIV work that we do. And anyone can go for this. Anyone can You don't do have it. to be, you know, from nope. a certain community. No, no, no. It's anybody as well. And Everyone is welcome to do it. And actually, a lot of people do, of all walks, do come to the centre. So I think it's 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 good. Yeah, Fantastic. it supports a charity. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much Jen for joining us this morning uh, for our Radio for Good and that is Jen Chan from AIDS Concern Hong Kong and do support the work that they do for our community. You can go uh, to their website which is aidsconcern.org.hk or you can connect uh, with them on Facebook uh, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash AIDS Concern and you can also find them on IG. All channels of communication is open. Thank you so much again Jen. Thank you so much for having